Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. I could let you have it, you could be my heaven, you could be my woman right, I don't want you having, anytime I know, you're listening to home, anytime I know, I could let you have it. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing good. I am officially sick, not with COVID, but with autoimmune stuff. And I haven't done a solo episode in a while, and I have a lot of things that I wanted to talk about that I think would be helpful for you guys. Um, And I'm also recording because when I record, it gets my mind off of my own suffering and it connects me to to you and it kind of puts me in that energy of being of service because um, whenever I record a solo episode it's because I've either learned lessons over the last couple weeks or I've learned things in therapy that were pretty helpful or I've been through some experiences that I feel like would benefit explaining and extracting what I've learned from those things and one thing that I've been dealing with a lot recently is um, OCD and just obsessiveness about well I mean OCD has a lot of different kinds of um, channels people with OCD can be really hyper focused on symmetry and fixing things and order or they can be hyper focused on Um, health and researching and kind of like a really really obsessive about getting sick and and illness Um, there's some people who have OCD with washing their hands or movement and somatic OCD so honestly like getting on and and recording an episode is my way of diffusing my OCD so that I can just kind of channel my energy into something that's useful. (laughs) Um, And one thing that has been really helpful that I found on Instagram is this Instagram called NoCD, N-O-C-D. And they actually have a free app as well. This is not sponsored or anything. I actually did message them and I asked them if they'd be interested in sponsoring the podcast, but they didn't get back to me yet. But I, I downloaded their free app and they have a lot of really good like lessons. You can listen to them, you can watch them if you struggle with OCD and you're like going through an episode or you feel like you have to do an anxious action, which anxious action is a term that I learned from my my new therapist Um, and I'm going to talk about a couple other things that I learned from her but basically if you feel like 
you know, at any time during your day, you feel like you are being forced to do an action to feel better, that is an anxious action. It's not a healing action. So that's kind of in the realm of OCD. So in my experience, um, for me, I have a lot of somatic and body OCD. When I'm feeling uneven in my body, when I'm feeling more tight on one side of my body or swollen on one side of the body, which is also connected to my autoimmune stuff, but I'm sure a lot of you can relate who are into yoga or working out or just have that awareness of your body. Some days you're going to feel like one side is bigger than the other or one side is more tight than the other. And I have like a series of stretches that I'll do. And sometimes it just becomes obsessive and too much. And it's not helpful. It gets to a point where it's actually... Um, making me feel worse because it's like this inner dialogue is telling me that I have to do these stretches and I have to feel a certain way and I have to look a certain way in order for me to move on with my day. So that is a clear example of OCD, um, not being able to just get through the day without feeling forced to do things in a ritual form. And rituals are healthy, rituals are healing. Rituals aren't supposed to feel like they're torturous, you know. Um, Another OCD thing that I've been going through is, well, I recently got diagnosed and um, figured out that I have PCOS, which isn't really a surprise to me because I have all the symptoms except for the cysts on the ovaries. I haven't gotten checked um, for that yet, but I'm pretty sure I have that as well. Um, So another thing that my OCD will do is have me, you know, hours and hours listening to podcasts about PCOS, reading articles, searching on Spotify until like the end of Spotify. Like literally I'm I'm looking at every single episode of that has PCOS mentioned in it. And it's like it's like a full time job. It's it's an obsession and it becomes to be very overwhelming and too much. It's not helpful when it gets to a point where I feel like I am being forced to do these things from some other kind of like energetical entity that like is not my own will. Um, That is OCD. So I'll find myself, you know, for hours and hours and hours reading about treatments, you know, reading about how to stop hair loss because that's been a symptom that has been really fucking my my life up um yeah so pcos definitely sucks i don't know if any of you guys have it um but some of the symptoms of pcos is irregular periods loss of periods um or really heavy periods uh acne you can grow facial hair you can grow hair like on unwanted places and then you can lose your head hair which is a complete bummer um and yeah it's just it causes a lot of inflammation in the body so recently I've been you know once once my hair started falling out I was like okay there's there's something happening here like that's deeper than just the thyroid. And even though I do have hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, I knew that it was something else. 
Um, and when I had Dr. Amy on the podcast, actually, she she asked me during during that episode, do you have PCOS? And I was like, I don't think so. But at that time, I wasn't really putting all the pieces together and I wasn't realizing how much hair was actually falling out. And, you know, recently I've noticed how much hair is falling out because I clean my apartment, I clean the floors, I see it on the ground, I feel it. I, The other day I was looking in the mirror um, at the back of my head and it's like, yeah, my hair is falling out, it's thinner, it's thinning, I, I, can, I can notice it now and it's really scary. So I am, you know, trying different supplements and different herbs and um, I'm taking vitamins obviously and I also decided to take a little break from veganism, which has been kind of a long time in in the making and in the thinking of my mind because I have been getting a lot of pings from my from my soul and my spirit telling me that it's not the end of the world if I start incorporating um, salmon and like fish protein into my diet. Um, I was vegan for like over eight years and I will say that I used to be the kind of vegan that when somebody told me, oh, well, maybe you should incorporate fish and protein and it's more bioavailable to your body, I was the kind of person to say, no, fuck off. I'm not, go- I'm not going to eat meat. I'm, I'm vegan. And I think part of my veganism was wrapped up into my eating disorder not fully but but it it is partially there i growing up i never ate tons of meat um and then when i was in college i was pretty much pescatarian didn't eat any meat really except for fish uh and then when I got out of college and moved to LA, I became vegan. So I haven't eaten meat in over a decade. Um, but something just started to tell me and the more the more people I talk to, especially experts in thyroid healing, hormone healing, like Karen Martell, who was on my podcast, she's all about getting protein from more bioavailable sources like meat and she's more of like a carnivore um she's she's more into that and so is dr amy but the more people i talk to i keep just getting these pings of you need to eat fish you need to get protein not from plants because what happened was i was getting i was trying to get all my protein from protein powders from vegan protein powders and I basically started to get super inflamed, bloated. I was like feeling like shit, you know, I was breaking out and I was like, what is happening? Like, why do I feel worse as I'm getting more protein in, which is exactly what my dietitian and my life coach have been telling me to do. So I'm just doing what I'm told. I'm getting more protein. Why do I feel like shit? And I noticed that in all the protein powders that I was consuming, the protein is derived from pea protein and on the everly well test that i took for the food sensitivities test i'm allergic to green peas so the vegan protein powders that are all circulating out there i want to say like 90 percent of them honestly 
they have pea protein in them and pea protein is derived from a combination of green and yellow peas so if you're someone who has food sensitivities to peas and you're consuming um you know pea protein that could be a big inflammation contributor um it was for me and i just had to really hone in on eliminating the things that were on that everly well test that came back as um, reactive which sucks because a lot of those foods i was actually eating like every day like mushrooms um almond milk oat milk i think i mentioned this in the last episode in my intro but i don't want to bore you with that but yeah i am i am starting to feel significantly better from eliminating those things like the inflammatory effects of food um is scary and especially as someone who is trying to heal from an eating disorder it can get pretty messy before we get into the rest of the episode let's hear a word from one of our sponsors today's episode is sponsored by from the reserve from the reserve is a superfood company that i've really been loving because they make really awesome products like marine collagen peach matcha they make superfood powders that have mushrooms in them like cordyceps chaga they have one that's called stronger than yesterday and it's all about giving you a healthy energy boost and it also keeps mood swings away it improves stamina and athletic performance it's also known to slow the aging process down while supporting the immune system and i'm all about all those things especially since i am healing all of my autoimmune stuff they also have a really cool product called the superfood dressing which is a dressing you can use with cooking and salads and it has superfoods in it What I love about From the Reserve is that their company makes small batches of products to ensure that they are always fresh and products are third-party tested. Products are from all around the world and constantly looking for the best options when it comes to superfoods and powders for our health. I love just making my matcha in the morning. Their matcha powder is just the top grade. It's so good. And I also love making foods and superfood salads and bowls with their dressing. And I've also been incorporating their marine collagen and it's been helping with joint inflammation and and just keeping that youthful look. I used to be 100% vegan, but now I I actually really enjoy incorporating marine collagen into my routines and the way that I'm nourishing myself. From the Reserve is offering the Vibe Within listeners 40% off site-wide. So you can check out their website and that link is gonna be in the show notes. It is bit.ly slash the reserve dash gab and that's going to get you 40 percent off on the entire website any products from the matcha to the marine collagen to the dressing to any of the products they have and you can use that code gab 40 but they are prompting to use that link that's going to be in the show notes for you so you can just click that link it'll take you right there for 40% off site-wide at from the reserve enjoy okay so as I was saying dealing with food sensitivities 
and healing any kind of disordered eating is really tricky. So just know that, you know, there's a lot of people dealing with this. Um, I have gotten so many messages from people on Instagram about them breaking their veganism and getting hate from vegans. Um, And, you know, the reason why I'm breaking my veganism, maybe it is selfish, maybe it is um, vanity-based, but when I wake up every day feeling like shit and inflamed and losing my hair and feeling bloated and in the back of my head, knowing that the protein sources that I was consuming might be contributing to my own health issues, I mean that's a problem and you know if my disordered eating is contributing to the way that I'm feeling like if I'm afraid to have different types of protein powders because of the way that they're going to make me feel then I need to change my eating habits and I need to bite the bullet and do something different because the things that I've been doing recently with the way that I've been eating obviously haven't been helping me heal. Um, And I will say also for anybody who has thyroid issues, if you're taking armor like I am, I'm taking armor thyroid, which is actually a desiccated thyroid. If, um, If you didn't listen to Dr. Amy's episode and Karen Martell's episode, they're all about natural desiccated thyroid. I started taking Armor in October, and Armor is derived from pig glandular thyroid, so it's more bioavailable to the body. And if this was me years ago when I was in my, you know, crazy vegan phase, when people told me to take Armor, I laughed at them and I said, I'm never fucking putting anything in my body, especially a pill that's derived from pig. Um, and now... I mean, you could say that I haven't been vegan this, you know, since October, you know, because I've been taking a thyroid pill that has pig thyroid in it. Um, it's not like they kill the pigs just to get this medication. I think it's like, I don't want to say recycled because that's kind of weird, but they they get the the glandulars from pigs that are, that are already, you know, being killed, I guess, for meat. And I will never eat pig. Uh, I I don't think I'll ever eat, you know, pork, chicken, turkey, anything like that. I've never even eaten steak, I don't think. Maybe I did when I was a kid, like a couple times, but that's it. So I guess you could call me a pescatarian now, but honestly, I'm like 98% vegan still. And the only things that I'm incorporating into my new, um, I guess, diet slash lifestyle is marine collagen, which is flavorless, and you can put it in tea or coffee, or I put it in my matcha, and collagen's really good for the hair, the skin, the nails. When I tell you, like, how scary it is losing your hair, um, for anyone who, who has PCOS or, you know, doesn't have PCOS, it's it's a real it's a real symptom and it's terrifying the amount of hair that I have been losing is it's just scary and you know what's funny before I get into whatever else I'm gonna be adding into my diet it's like 
when somebody looks at me, they might say, oh, wow, she's really fit. You know, she's she's an, a yoga teacher. She looks great, whatever. Yeah, I have abs. My abs are back, actually. I think I think the only reason why I was feeling so gross before was because I was bloated and I was eating really inflammatory foods and I was eating a lot of foods that were on that sensitivities list. And now, just in the in the past three weeks, I've eliminated those things and I've stopped with the protein powders and my stomach is flat, my abs are showing, I look, you know, I guess more a little bit more toned, but that's just because of I'm not as inflamed, you know, I'm not as swollen. Um, so really, it's just interesting how I can look better. I can look like I'm in shape. I can look super healthy. I can look, oh, wow, she's a yoga teacher. She's, she's in shape. But I'm losing my hair, you guys. <laughs> like, I, I think health, um, when you look at somebody, you can't tell if they're healthy or not. And you also can't assume somebody's healthy and I'm not like telling you guys that you're thinking like this I'm sure you already you already are awake and understand this but there are people who will look at somebody who's a little bit bigger you know has more fat on their body and say oh wow they're really unhealthy but health is really how you feel from within as well I mean Somebody could look at me and say, wow, she's healthy, but then I can show them my labs and say, well, I have Hashimoto's, I have hypothyroidism, I have PCOS, you know, my hair is falling out, I have acne sometimes, like, that's not health, you know, and I'm trying to change my habits and reclaim my health, and if that means that I have to incorporate some marine collagen and eat some salmon and, you know, what else am I doing? Oh, I'm taking fish oil. So all these things are going to help me find a new level of healing and a new a new way of being because what I was doing before wasn't helping and that's habit change and changing our beliefs that's part of life so what I was saying before a lot of you guys messaged me on Instagram when I posted a story the other day I think this was Friday and because Thursday night I decided okay I'm gonna have some salmon I'm just gonna buy some salmon I'm gonna put it in my salad I'm gonna eat it and that's it just move on to see how I feel I did that. I felt fine. I felt super satiated. I actually feel like I slept a little bit better that night, but it could have also been a little bit of placebo as well because I've been teaching a lot. I've been super um, tired and kind of like running myself dry and, and burnout mode. So, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that too and how we can navigate through that and what I've learned from my own mistakes. <laughs> but, um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to see if it makes me feel better because everybody's telling me if I just get protein from fish, it will my body will thank me. And I think it is. I think my body is thanking me. I didn't get sick or anything. I didn't feel weird. Um, the second night that I ate the salmon in the salad, I did get super full. And I was like, whoa, like I'm I've only eaten like half of this salad 
it wasn't that much salmon and I got extremely full and I was like okay like whatever I mean I guess that's good because I want to I don't want to eat a big vegan meal and then 15 minutes later feel like I'm still hungry and not satiated so I posted on a reddit thread that is an eating disorder recovery support group reddit thread notice how I said recovery okay so I I posted in there and I it was like a recovery win kind of post and I explained everything that I'm explaining to you guys I have Hashimoto's PCOS my hair is falling out I decided I'm gonna break my nine years of veganism and I ate fish and I'm just kind of proud of myself and that's basically what I said and I got so much hate on that reddit thread that it got to the point where the mods, the moderators, had to lock the post and they said, we're locking the post to comments because people can't, uh, people can't apparently have a, a civil conversation here. The amount of hate I got from crazy vegans, and I will say that term because I used to be a crazy vegan, but not like these people. I was never the kind of vegan that would, that would, you know, scold or condescend anybody for the way that they eat they that they ate my family members eat meat I would never um, make fun of anybody for eating meat and it's not like I posted this in a vegan reddit thread I posted this in an eating disorder recovery reddit thread and all the crazy vegans with eating disorders came for me and I was like wow this is really interesting I got people saying, you were never vegan. If, if, it's, if it's so easy for you just, just to eat fish, you were never a fucking vegan. Or um, you're brain dead because, like, I, I literally got called brain dead. I got called an, an idiot, a moron. Um, people were telling me that, you know, the reason why, the reason why I'm starting to eat fish is unacceptable. Or It's just insanity and then there was a lot of people also who commented on the post and was like are you guys fucking serious like this girl is posting a recovery win and you're trying to make her feel like shit for posting here and a lot of a lot of the crazy vegans basically just took whatever I was saying really personally because what I said in the post was you know I haven't been getting you know good enough protein and with PCOS it's not advised to be vegan um, and I just wanted to see if I would feel better so a lot of these folks took whatever I was saying really personally and also they have eating disorders so what I what I realized is that an eating disordered vegan is a completely different kind of monster than just a crazy vegan because if you combine disordered eating and that kind of mental illness, and I'm speaking because I have an eating disorder and I know how crazy the eating disorder brain can get. So I just saw a bunch of monsters come at me and it taught me that I never want to be like that. I never want to be that kind of person who makes people feel like shit for the way that they eat, for their food choices, for what they're doing to reclaim their health. And um, that's what a lot of you guys actually messaged me about on Instagram. And I can't even 
thank you enough. I mean, it was like a hundred people who, who messaged me and commented on that story because I basically said, you know, I got, I got hate from so many crazy vegans. And then all you guys, you know, messaged me like, fuck that, fuck them. You, you have to listen to your body. If you feel like you need to eat fish, that's fine. And then there was a bunch of people who said, you know, I was vegan for X amount of years and now I'm not. And now I eat fish and now I feel better. And, and then a lot of you also said that you have, um, autoimmune stuff and PCOS and that it's helping you to eat fish. So it was really, um, affirming and it just made me feel so much better. And, like it, it helped me shake off that horrible, horrible energy that that I got from that post. And I actually messaged the moderator from Reddit and I was like, honestly, this subreddit is super toxic. It's not about recovery at all. The amount of hate that I've gotten is it's disgusting. And you guys really need to figure it out and let people know that if they're going to come at people like this, they they should be blocked and banned. And she said, yeah, actually, we have been blocking and banning people. And she gets a lot of hate in her DMs, too. So it's just, it's really interesting. And, you know, people in the vegan community, I don't agree with um, what I see on Reddit. I don't agree what I, with what I see people saying to each other. It's really fucked up. And this is my health journey. And I'm going to do what feels good for me. And if that means putting some salmon in my salad and taking fish oil, then I'm going to fucking do it because I don't want to become bald. I want my period to come back. I want to feel healthy. I want to be strong. I want to, like practice what I preach. This is everything that I tell you guys. Listen to your body. Listen to your highest self. Well, if I'm not going to do that, then why do I even have this podcast? And I have to start listening to my own advice and listening to the the things that I tell my 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 students in my yoga classes, you know, like listen to your body. Um rest when you need to which is something that I need to do more of and I actually have that written down in my notes, rest and do less because this is what happens. And I think some of you can relate, especially folks who have um, autoimmune conditions because when you're feeling good, you will try to do everything you can, get everything done, clean the apartment, go grocery shopping, work out, organize, call people, work more, email, do everything. Um, and then all of a sudden you start getting, you know, down into the ground and you're like, what happened? And it's like, well, because you had one good day and then you started to overwork yourself and bring yourself into overdrive and and burnout. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys already know how obsessed I am with therapy. I talk about it all the time on this podcast about how I have two therapists and how I go to therapy every single week. Well, I've been going to therapy for years, but once 2020 hit, the year of chaos for all of us, 
I really needed extra support and BetterHelp has really been there to guide me through these chaotic times. Uh, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, and I also have been in this recovery space for disordered eating and just a host of other issues. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, so all you have to do is you take a, a quick online quiz, you answer some questions about what you're going through, what kind of therapist you're looking for, and you can literally write in the answers, I am looking for this kind of therapist, I am looking for an expert in this field. That's what I did, and they matched me with a therapist who has tons of experience with eating disorders, trauma, and depression. And to be honest, I love my therapist so much. She's probably my favorite therapist I've ever had. And I've been through like a variety of therapists over the years. Me and her really hit it off. And even if you don't hit it off with your therapist right away, because let's be real, finding a therapist can honestly feel like you're dating. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Don't worry, you can always change therapists as many times as you need. No questions asked, no charge or anything like that. So you can always change your therapist and then get matched with a new one that day. So BetterHelp uh, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is literally professional counseling done securely online. And what I love about BetterHelp is that they have a journal feature. So if you're going through something challenging through the week and you don't have an appointment until, let's say, next week, you can write a journal entry. It's all online. It's secure. And if you'd like, you can share that journal entry with your therapist so that they are on the same page. They're caught up. They know exactly what you're going through. They know whatever triggers you've been dealing with over the week. And what's awesome about BetterHelp, too, is that your therapist will respond. So you can actually communicate with your therapist in between your, your sessions. So it's not like you only get, get to talk to your therapist once a week. You can check in with them frequently in between your sessions. You can catch them up to date. You can kind of communicate with them every day if you wanted to. And the online journal feature is really nice for folks who are new to journaling or just need that extra support. So communicating with your therapist more frequently could really benefit you if you're going through a rough time. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you are struggling right now. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better, H-E-L-P 
dot com slash vibe and you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional you deserve the support you deserve the healing and you are not alone there are so many people who are struggling with severe anxiety depression trauma all of these things and you don't need to suffer in silence anymore so visit betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount on your first month of online therapy that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash vibe and that discount code will get you 10 percent off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe and you know it's hard because as somebody who lives with autoimmune it's like you never know what day you're going to feel like shit and what day you're going to feel good. It's it's a it's a gamble, you never know. So when you do have a good day, you really do want to get things done. You really do want to take advantage of it. Oh wow, I feel great today. I'm going to call my grandma. I'm going to work out. I'm going to grocery shop. I'm going to do all these things. And then it hits you. So I think you really have to find that balance and you have to focus on nervous system and stress management because that's huge for Hashimoto's and PCOS because those two autoimmune conditions are really, really affected by how our lifestyle is and how our nervous system's doing. So I had to really sit myself down and um, I had some pretty big reality checks hit me because, you know, my my acne was getting worse. I felt like I was gaining weight from, you know, eating nothing, you know, working out too much, doing too much cardio. And in the last couple months, I have really changed my habits. And I'm really proud of myself because it took a lot of inner work and resilience to stop doing some of the things that I was doing that was sabotaging myself. One of them being using the sauna seven days a week. That was literally killing my my adrenals, my nervous system, my cortisol was spiking, my acne was, was super, super bad. And I lowered that down from seven days to one or two days a week. This This past week, I only used it once. And the reason why I used it is because on Friday, I cleaned my apartment, which I want to talk to you guys about because cleaning especially if you have Hashimoto's or any kind of autoimmune disorder that affects your immune system, cleaning can be really detrimental to your health. I mean, I'm kind of a clean freak. I do let my apartment get pretty messy, and then when it gets messy, I do like an entire day of deep cleaning. I'm talking like four hours you know, between me and the cat's hair falling out. I mean, my hair's everywhere, his hair's everywhere. It's a mess, you know, and it's like I have white floors, so I like to keep my apartment clean, so I, I really like to do these deep cleanings. And after I did that deep cleaning on Friday, I was like, I need to use the sauna because if I absorbed all of this dust and the cleaning products on my hands, on my feet, you know, being absorbed through the socks I was wearing. I mean, it's really something to think about because 
those products are so toxic and if you're struggling with Hashimoto's or autoimmune conditions of any kind, lupus, whatever, even hypothyroidism, your immune system can can be directly affected by those products and so I went to the sauna, I sweated all out, I felt better after that, took a cold shower. Um but I really need to be real with myself and rest and do less and find balance and another thing that really helped me that I you know I learned I learned my lesson you know from doing too much cardio from running from doing the 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 elliptical from even um lifting weights so I at first when I started working with my coach and my dietitian if you guys didn't listen to the the most recent episode with Ashley. I've been working with one of her coaches and the plan was to to weight lift, you know, a few times a week and even in that interview with with Ashley, you heard me say I had to bring my workouts down. I had to bring my weightlifting workouts down even though in the PCOS community and the autoimmune community everybody says and the hormone healing community everybody says lift weights, don't do cardio. But for me, in my personal healing journey, especially with the hormonal stuff, for me, um, lifting weights actually makes my body hold on to stress more. I'm already testosterone dominant, which is what PCOS is. It's when your estrogen and your progesterone are lower and your testosterone is higher. So I naturally build more muscle easier than someone who doesn't have PCOS. And this isn't the case for everybody, but for me it is. And I noticed that when I was weightlifting, and I, it, not like crazy, like heavy or anything, like 10, 15, 20 pound weights, I started to feel and look bigger. My clothes started feeling tighter. I started feeling bigger and like gaining weight almost, like gaining stress weight. And that's what cortisol does. It it spikes your adrenaline, your cortisol raises, you can gain water weight, inflammation. So weightlifting isn't for everybody, especially if you have three autoimmune conditions like I do. It's like I've really been learning a lot about my mistakes and tailoring my movement practice, my my habit choices, my lifestyle my body is one big experiment and healing PCOS and any kind of autoimmune condition is all about trial and error, keeping track of what you're doing, and when it comes to supplements, not taking every single supplement that's recommended, but choosing a few staples that feel good for you and sticking with that for like three months. So one of the... um, one of the supplements I'm taking is inositol, which is the highly, most highly researched supplement that I found online for PCOS, and it's helped people um, get their periods back and be able to heal and just feel better. I've learned a lot, a lot on Reddit. There are really good subreddits for PCOS and Hashimoto's and I have learned so much from those people in those in those subreddits. And another um, another supplement that I am 
trying is saw palmetto, which is more of an herb. So it's, it's more of a holistic kind of treatment for the hair loss. And that also helps men. So if there's any men listening, saw palmetto is good for men and women. It supports testosterone in men, and it also helps the hair follicles um, grow. And it just, there's so much research on it. It's actually pretty crazy um, how much you know, studies and research you can find on saw palmetto. So I'm really excited to hopefully have that help. And another thing that I've been using for my hair loss is rosemary oil. It's this um, wild Jamaican black castor oil that I found on eBay and it's for hair growth. It's got biotin, niacin, and rosemary in it. And what I do is I just rub it into my scalp and um, you know, keep it keep it soaking into my scalp all day. I'll even sleep with it on. Um, so that's something that you can do that's holistic and herbal. But stress management is huge with autoimmune. So if you are running yourself into the ground, you're working out too much, you feel inflamed, I would really take inventory of how you're eating and how you're moving. Because when your body is stressed and cortisol is high, that is not an environment for healing that is not an environment for homeostasis that is not an environment to feel better and I had to really just you know be real with myself um does it suck to be you know living in an elimination kind of diet while I'm healing an eating disorder yeah but do I want to feel better you know One thing I don't agree with in the eating disorder recovery communities is that they'll say, eat whatever you want, it's all in your head, you know, there's no such thing as food sensitivities, that's just your eating disorder talking. And I I really, really cringe when I hear people say that because, you know, there's a lot of folks in the eating disorder recovery community who don't have autoimmune conditions. They just have an eating disorder, so um, they can get away with eating whatever they want in recovery and not having physical reactions. For someone like me or someone like you, if you have autoimmune stuff, you really have to, you know, we want to feel our best. And if that means cutting out and eliminating foods that you're literally allergic to and react to, then that's part of your recovery. That's part of your healing journey. You know, like for me, I'm even, even if, you know, someone said, well, you can still have those things just in little amounts. It's like, yeah, I could, maybe I could, maybe you're right, but I want to see how good I can feel and the capability of, of how good I can feel by eliminating these foods and guess what I feel better now than I have in a while and I've been able to sit down and do this podcast and I was able to to clean my apartment and you know like if that means cutting out mushrooms and oat milk and almonds and you know a lot of things so be it I have to get creative with what with how I'm eating I have to look up recipes that are soy-free, corn-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, grain-free, um, whatever. And I'm smiling right now because it's like, it's, it's fucked, you know? It's fucked. 
having three autoimmune conditions is fucked. And I've been feeling so overwhelmed recently to the point where I'm just like, am I ever going to feel better? Or is this just going to be my life forever? And there was a week or two that I was really just living in a dark space because I was like, well, I can't have this. I can't have that. I can't have this. I can't have that. And it's like, okay, you know, it sucks that, you know, my eating disorder brain is like, you can't have anything. Like food is, you know, everything you eat is making you react. And that's when I started to, to listen to my inner voice say, maybe it's the vegan protein powders. Maybe it's the excessive amounts of, of vegetables that you're eating because when you eat tons of vegetables, that's a lot of fiber and it's, it's a lot of carbs. And for me personally, I since I have PCOS, they, they a lot of experts say PCOSers um, do better on a lower carb lifestyle. And I'm not saying keto because keto is I think like under 20 grams of carbs, which is like fucking insane. I don't know how people do that. They probably eat a lot of meat, a lot of dairy, a lot of that kind of stuff. But um, I was like, okay, so, you know, the way that I've been eating the, the last several years, I've only gotten more sick. It's in my labs, it's on my face, it's my hair's on the ground, my stomach is bloated, I'm gaining weight for no reason. I don't have my period. So at the end of the day, it's like, do I want to feel better or do I want to not eat fish? You know, I mean, it's maybe this is just part of growing up. You can change your beliefs. That's part of being, whoa, I don't know what happened there. Something just happened with my computer. Um, that is part of being an adult and growing and thriving and who said that once you're vegan you have to be vegan for the rest of your life and if you change your mind you're going to fucking hell (laughs) you know if that was the case then nobody would nobody would feel comfortable ever people are allowed to change their minds people are allowed to change the way they eat people are allowed to change religions people are allowed to change their identity people are allowed to change their their pronouns people are allowed to change their sexual identity people are allowed to change um, their personality people are allowed to change for the better especially if you're into therapy you're going to be changing like you're going to be changing rapidly. I mean, ever since I really got deep into my therapy, you know, the last few years, I've changed so much. And I'm sure you can tell, I mean, just from like my my older episodes, that's what life's about. It's about changing for the better so that you can feel better, so you can be a better person. If you If you were, you know tied to the decisions you make every single time your life would be a prison your your life would be one big jail cell because you weren't then then you you wouldn't be given the opportunity to change and grow and release things that are no longer serving you and try new things that could help you heal like so 
cracking your personal health code is really, really important and it's a process and it's not fucking easy. It is, it can be debilitating. I mean, in order to crack your own personal health code, you have to be willing to feel like shit for a little while, trial and error, experimentation with different medications, different supplements. You have to be willing to try new doctors and try new therapists, and you have to be willing to research and look up articles and podcasts, not not to the degree that I do sometimes, which is OCD and, like, way too much, but you have to be willing to explore and really tap into how you're feeling on the day-to-day and do things like test, not guess. And that's what Dr. Amy and Karen Martell are all about. You can't just sit here and guess, okay, well, I have all the symptoms that I have low progesterone. I have all the symptoms that I have low iron. But you might, that might not be what's going on. It could be something else. It could be your thyroid. It could be the, the foods you're eating. So why not go to a doctor, get your labs done. Guess, guessing is going to only um, create more issues because then you could start taking supplements and herbs that are actually going against you. For example, I was taking Vitex Chasteberry, which is... Um, really good to bring back your periods, to bring back your cycles, to to balance hormones. But what I didn't realize is that Vitex is not good for PCOS people. And I learned that from reading, from listening to podcasts. I And when, when I heard those words and she said, for people who have PCOS, do not take Vitex. That will make things worse. Wow. Wow. So I was basically making myself worse, and a lot of my symptoms um, could have been from taking herbs and supplements that were working against me, you know? Having an answer and, and knowing that I have PCOS is, yes, it's scary, yes, it sucks, yes, it's terrifying, but it's information, and now I can start to feel better by treating myself in a more logical way. So get tested, get a food sensitivities test if you're really feeling like, well, what the fuck am I doing wrong? It could be the foods you're eating, and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not. I'm really not. But just take it from me. I, you know, there's still a lot of things I need to change about the way that I eat. I still need to be less of a um, lazy vegan I'm still pretty much plant-based. I'm like 99% plant-based, but I need to start being more conscious with cooking more more vegetables that are cooked, warm bowls, soothing soups and stews, and not so many raw vegetables because that is really hard for the body to digest. So that's something that I have to work on because that also has to do with inflammation. Um... I want to say also, this is kind of like totally a side side note, you know, as somebody who has a lot of food sensitivities and autoimmune stuff, um, I dating just seems like out of the question for me because I was on Hinge a little bit just to 
just as entertainment, honestly, at this point. Um, and one of the guys was like, well, I'd love to take you out to eat. And I was like, you know what? I'm dealing with a lot of autoimmune stuff. When I'm feeling better, I'll let you know. I just, I can't even think how stressful that would be for me to go on a date to eat food with a stranger um, with all of the food sensitivities and allergies I have. First of all, it would probably make them feel really uncomfortable if we went out somewhere and I like couldn't find something on the menu or needed to adjust a million things and they had a to accommodate me in some way like that would make me feel uncomfortable them feel uncomfortable and it would probably spike my cortisol levels and my nervous system and my anxiety and my depression and it's like that's just a no for me you know like I just my priorities right now are my health it's not about dating I don't fucking care about dating I get my human interaction and my um, energy from in in physical react in physical reality like people from teaching yoga and if you're one of my students at, at Equinox when I come into the class I give it my all I literally pour myself into every class that I teach because that's usually the only time of my week that I am around people, that I am of service, that I am in physical, you know, quarters with people, and I really, I really take it seriously, and it's so healing for me to, to only pour myself and my energy into interactions like that. I have noticed such an improvement in my mental health and my physical health from living alone and not having a roommate. I've been subletting my friend's apartment here in Miami since November, and um, I was actually supposed to, I was supposed to move out um, at the end of January, but she was nice enough to let me extend my sublet until April 1st, so... I can't tell you how happy I am about this because I was stressing out so much trying to find an apartment in Miami when everything has skyrocketed. I mean, with COVID, the prices for apartments in Miami, their LA prices, the cheapest apartment you can find is $2,000. It's literally fucking insane. So I was so stressed out, um, which was probably causing a lot of my autoimmune flare-ups as well and uh so I'm super happy I'm here for like two more months I can't I'm just I'm so grateful because I love the building that I'm in and I love the gym and I love the vibe and you know people here are nice and I like the area and I'm gonna be sad when I have to move out but hopefully I will find something in alignment maybe I'll find something in another building that's nice um you know, change is good, but I'm really, really grateful that I get two two more months here, and I'm trying to live in the moment, and that also has a lot to do with health. It's really hard to live in the moment when you feel like shit, and 
I was sick and tired of my own shit. I was sick and tired of doing the same thing every day, expecting different results. That's literally the definition of insanity. I was eating the same way. I was working out the same way. And I was wondering, why do I feel like shit? Why is my hair falling out? And then, you know, the more I started to hear everybody telling me, well, your body might need some animal protein or, you know, you might be deficient in iron or zinc or, you know, all these nutrients. And it's like, we're allowed to change our beliefs. Um, Okay. I want to get into um, one thing that I learned from therapy from my new therapist. She's really cool. I didn't know that I got a few sessions of free therapy through Equinox, but I found out that I do, and I found a therapist, and I have like a few sessions with her. And on the first session, she, I was talking to her about my OCD and about my, you know, my stretching rituals and feeling really, really uncomfortable in my body and feeling heavy and feeling just this, this immense discomfort in my body. And she taught me this breath, and it's basically you just breathe in through the nose all the way up, all the way up, and you you hold that inhale for 10 to 15 seconds. For some people, that's going to be really challenging, so maybe you can just do like five. But you you inhale all the way in until you can't breathe in anymore, and you hold it for 10 or 15 seconds, and then you open mouth, exhale, like... And you push out that exhale until you literally can't push out, push it out anymore. And this breath, you do it like three or four times, and it is really helpful to heal the nervous system and to reset. And it's, it gives me this sense of like release. And it was just like, oh my god, like okay, like it's really intense to hold your breath for 15 seconds sometimes and then when you exhale it's like this huge wave of bliss of release and you do that three or four times so I really highly recommend that Um, another thing that I'll say that's therapy related um, I decided to break up with my with one of my therapists that I had been talking to for a little while um, and I decided to change my therapist. So as you know, with BetterHelp, you can change your therapist as many times as you want. You shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel um, guilty or shameful or anything when you need a different therapist. It got to the point where I think I was annoying my therapist, and and then she said a couple things that didn't jive well with me, um, so I just needed a different perspective and it's okay to break up with your therapist and it it's also important to honor honor your needs honor your your mental health in the sense of sticking up for yourself setting boundaries and if you end a therapy session and you're not feeling like you learned something or you're not feeling better you're feeling more wound up you're feeling more um anxiety you're feeling more like it got to the point where I didn't even want to go into a session because I was so tired of hearing myself talk and repeat the same things every week and I need someone who's going to 
slap me back to reality and say, okay, like how can we get you out of this headspace? And instead of just hearing me talk and talk and talk and repeat myself over and over and over again, which is just feeding the OCD and the anxiety, right? So if you need to change your therapist ever, do it. Remember, um, you can get 10% off of your first month of online counseling with BetterHelp. Just use the code VIBE, betterhelp.com slash VIBE. And um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think I got through everything that I wanted to get through in this episode. Um, really just try to take care of yourselves. I definitely am feeling a little under the weather and sick. Last night, I don't know if I had a fever because I don't have a, temper- a thermometer. But I'm wondering if any of you guys go through this because I had such a migraine and that's also a PCOS symptom, but I had such a migraine and um, my hands and my feet were like burning up and my my ears and my head were burning up. So like all all night long, I had to keep my hands and my feet out of the covers, but I was also like kind of like achy and felt like a feverish type thing and then today my hands and my feet are cold so it's just like I'm super confused I don't know if anybody else experiences this symptom and maybe it is a Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism or PCOS symptom or autoimmune symptom if you do experience that symptom please DM me and let me know because I started to feel like I was going crazy last night because my hands and my feet were literally on fire so yeah I hope this episode helped you I hope you know you got something from it if you're dealing with OCD anxiety depression try that breath exercise download the no CD app try better help counseling it's way cheaper than traditional therapy and yeah be sure to um dm me if you have anything you'd like to connect about you know my instagram gab love flow and if you have a moment to leave me a review or a rating rather on spotify spotify has now given the option to leave a five-star rating on the podcast so If you have a couple moments to do that, I'd greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a good rest of your day or evening. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.